in today's show. We look ahead to Thursday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Here we are. Only two games on Thursday, so this one's going to be a short one. That's what she said. So let's look ahead at those games right now. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right. First one, the Lakers and the Sixers. Interesting game. A few things to watch. Anthony Davis is obviously back for the Lakers. Malik Monk <clears throat> looked great in that first game that Davis was back. Are they going to do the right thing and commit to playing him high 20s, low 30s in minutes? That is what I want to watch for, because if they do, he remains a must-roster guy. I think he's a must-hold guy, and especially given there's no games on on Thursday, you want to hold on to Malik Monk. He's shooting like 48% from three this year. He should be able to get up eight threes a game. Easily. Maybe seven. But a lot of them. Yeah, get 14, 15 points. Three, three and a half triples a game. Maybe add two assists. But realistically, as a nice points and threes streamer, like compared to your Paddy Mills or Duncan Robinsons. Like that's the sort of level Monk can be. And I think there's a little bit more upside in Monk than what those guys have. So really watching to see what his role is and whether they persist with the nonsense that is Avery Bradley. And then Stan Johnson, they signed him to a rest-of-season contract. In fact, a two-year deal with a team option for next year. So really a one-year deal until they decide what they want to do. That's fine. He means he's probably going to continue starting most of these games. Trevor Ariza has been bad. Literally all season. Stan Johnson can can really you know, hold that role down. Now, is he anything for fantasy? Probably not. Probably not at all. But what it does do is make the Lakers roster make more sense and their lineup make more sense. And it helps the guys like Monk and like LeBron and those sort of players to be able to do the things that they need to do playing in the right positions and getting the rotations right. So him there for the rest of the season, like this is like a 16, 18 team league sort of fantasy player on most nights. Although... It's a two-game night. He might play 30 minutes, so there is stream value there for Stan. But we just want to see if he can continue to maintain that role and keep Ariza glued to the bench, which I think he will. On to the Philadelphia side of things. The number one thing we want to watch is Joel Embiid because he's just crushing teams. He's been absolutely unbelievable. So that's the number one thing just for an entertainment point of view to see how good he is going to be. Um, For the actual sixes for fantasy, though, well, Seth Curry is out. Shake Milton is out. Danny Green is questionable with that hip issue, and he has missed, what, seven in a row now, Danny Green, with that problem? Milton's missed you know, weeks and weeks with that back contusion. So do we get another start for Ferky from Turkey? Korkmaz has shot horribly all season, but with Curry and Green, maybe Green, and Milton out, there has been improvements in what he's been doing, especially more minutes. And if Green is out again, he's going to have a pretty sizable role. He's played 39, 37, and 37 minutes in the last three games, Corky has. And there's been some value in that. Do I trust him at all? Like, not even remotely close to it. Like, not at all. Because he's been horrible for shooting numbers nearly all year. But two games are on. The role's going to be pretty big, you would imagine, especially if Green is out. 
And he'll get some shots up. He'll hit some threes. He might get some assists. We've seen him play some point guard at times as well this season. I also want to pay some attention to the thick hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. We definitely hope he's a TH. And he has been really much better over the last week or so. Now, how much of that has been because they've been playing their subpar opponents? Pelicans, Spurs, Clippers, Magic. Like, and he's stepped it up in those games for sure, but how much of the improved performance is that those guys are all you know, non-playoff teams? What happens against the Lakers, who are also not a good team, of course? Yeah, can he maintain that level? The high minutes, the shoulder, which was bothering him, looks to be okay at the moment, which is great. Can Harris push for a top 50 finish? I have my doubts on that, but it's not out of the realms of possibility, uh, especially if he continues playing like the way he has in the last couple of games. BetOnline, they're here to wish you a happy new betting year. Maybe you want to take a bet on whether Tobias Harris hits his points over, over under. You can do that at BetOnline. They are the number one spot for all of your sports wagering action for 2022. So it is a new year, and it's a new updated desktop site. And they've got their mobile site as well. So why don't you go and sign up? Use the code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome deposit match bonus. From basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the fantastic offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Trade deadline, Thursday, February the 10th, 3 p.m. We love it. NBA fans love the trade deadline. And we're going to have a live show for you over on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, Antonio Daniels from the Pelicans and, of course, you know, former NBA player and some idiot in Australia that hosts a fantasy basketball show. Me, Josh Lloyd, I am on that show, hosting it, breaking down all of the blockbuster moves with hosts right across the Locked On Podcast Network. So from 2 p.m., Thursday, February 10th, check out the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. Go over there now, subscribe and hit the notification bell, and then you'll know when we go live. Let's look at the next game, the second game, the last game of the day on Thursday. That is the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are traveling to take on the Golden State Warriors in the D'Angelo Russell-Andrew Wiggins revenge matchup. Cool. Um, I want to watch Jared Vanderbilt Bar because he still remains painfully under-rostered. He is a key part of what that lineup does and has had so, so, much, so much success doing. One of the best, if not the best, rebounder in the NBA. Decent shot blocker, good steals guy, great defender. Occasionally has offensive games. But it's just really interesting to watch. And I don't know what more needs to be done to convince people he's a must-roster player. But he's a must-roster player, and maybe this one convinces. With only two games on, they get a little bit more time to watch what he does. I also want to watch Jalen Noel, who I've been impressed with, especially um, if Patrick Beverly is out. Now, they've been a little bit coy in bumping his minutes too much, but Jaden McDaniels was dreadful last time out. Malik Beasley's been bad nearly all season, and Noel's been good nearly all season. He should be pushing to 25 minutes a night if Beverly doesn't play. He's currently questionable, Bev. Um, and I really want to watch Noel. I think he develops into a really interesting sixth man on this team and should be, despite contract status, clearly ahead of Malik Beasley in the rotation. And on a day like this, there is really interesting stream value for Noel. On the Warriors side of things, there will be no Draymond Green again. Um, maybe no Andre, no Andre Iguodala, who's dealing with his hip issue, missed the last three. So there is a possibility of those two guys being out. And Otto Porter should start. Now, against the Mavericks in that blowout, he only played 20 minutes, but he played big minutes the two games prior to that. And I expect that this game remains close. And I think it will. That Porter's minutes push back up to, yeah, 25 minimum, maybe 28. 
And that makes him a 12-team league guy. He's been very impressive this year. He stayed relatively healthy. I would like for him to get more minutes just in general. But at the moment, with Draymond out, it's a pretty sizable role that Porter's playing. And he is a 12-team league guy. And then I also want to watch Jordan Poole. Because last game was the first time that he's able to produce anything with Clay Thompson back. It had been Clay plays, Poole is shit. Clay is out, Poole is good. Last game, we got Poole being okay, pretty good, average-ish. And he played alongside Clay a little bit as well, which was interesting. What does the clay pool dynamic look like in this game? Um, what does it mean moving forward? I would hold on to pool if I added him. I'm not convinced and I don't think he's going to remain as a 12-team league guy. But again, with the two games on, you hold. You stream that value through. We'll see how he looks next to clay. He might have a stinker. But it was encouraging last game for sure. Let's look at back-to-back -back streams for Thursday, Friday. We're really looking at Wolves and Lakers players. They're the only two teams that have that back-to-back. -back. So it's Stan Johnson, Jalen Noel, Avery Bradley, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, again, uh, uh, Jaden McDaniels, who played piss poor last game. Austin Reeves, a bloke that should be getting more minutes than he is as well. But I've been impressed with Reeves. He should play 28 minutes and on this Lakers team, I reckon. Um, but he doesn't. So that's frustrating for us, for sure. Um, and now if we just look at nine catch streams for Thursday... We're going to be scraping bottom of the barrel here because, again, there's so few games on, few teams. Yeah, this is probably in an order of priority. Looking at Furkan, Korkmaz is the number one guy to add here. Uh, Stan Johnson, Gary Payton, the doctor. Uh, Jalen Noel, if Beverly's out, Noel moves up that list probably to second. Avery Bradley, Jaden McDaniels probably moves up as well with Beverly out. George Niang, Taylor Horton Tucker, Austin Reeves, Nemanja Bielitsa could be streamed as well. Like, these are all guys that can actually have some 12-team appeal just because of how low volume it is, but obviously we're not holding onto these guys long-term. Deeper leagues, all of those guys apply, and then you're really scraping the bottom. We're looking at uh, Isaiah Joe, Naz Reed, Juan Toscano Anderson, and Torian Prince, who the Timberwolves beat reporters have been raving about how well he's been playing. It's not really translating to fantasy numbers at all, but he is uh, at least having a solid rotation role. And then points leagues. These guys are all available in at least 50% of leagues. Otto Porter, Furkan Korkmaz, Kevin... Kevin? Kavon Looney, Matisse Thibel, Malik Monk, Stanley Johnson, Jalen Noel. Malik Monk, available in 50% of leagues on, on Yahoo. Add him. Stanley Johnson, Jalen Noel, Taylor Horton Tucker, Jaden McDaniels, and the Dr. Gary Payton II. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.